just gonna go pee. Are you actually recording? Hit record. I, okay. You're gonna have to talk to yourself. I literally was gonna stand up to pee. Okay, go pee. I'll talk. Really? Sure. This is not great. This um, is... so today. Oh, where's I... the safari? Did you kick my cat? No, it's sitting with the door. Oh my god. Go. My cat is very cute. Today, uh, well, so there's this girl on TikTok that's like, um, she's kind of harsh in the way she talks, but uh, I really like her and she knits. She's an artist and creates knitting installations of sweaters she's made and they're all very topical and it's very cool. Um, and I came across her post and she, I don't remember what she was talking about. Oh, she was talking about um, that knitting is difficult but it's sometimes stereotyped as being easy because it's a predominantly woman-dominated hobby. Uh, not necessarily hobby, it's her career now. So anyway, all of that to say, I was inspired and I went to Joanne's on my lunch break today and bought knitting supplies because I'm gonna learn how to knit. I didn't hear any of that. Uh, well, you will when you edit it. I'm not gonna edit this, I'm just gonna go home and publish it. So you better not say anything stupid. I didn't, I was talking about knitting. Really riveting stuff. Yep. I'm gonna start knitting, go. What, what's up? Yeah, how was your pee? Did you wash your hands? I didn't hear the sink. Go wash your hands. That is sick. You are sick. <laughs> You're in my apartment. Wow. Let it be known. Billy doesn't wash his hands after he pees. Only, what only, the fuck? Only with you. Uh, I'm going to ask... You're, I almost said the fiance or said his name, but I know you're just gonna publish it, so I'll be nice. Thank you. The fiance, if you wash your hands, I do at home. Do you? Yeah, I don't. So I only don't. So wash, only in my apartment. I only don't wash my hands in your apartment or at the restaurant I work at. <laughs> um, and and there specifically, I like to pee on my hands. <laughs> And then, uh, and then just kind of food. shake them off and then go like prepare soup. Shake them off on top of people's salads. Just like, ooh, salt. Um, that's sick. <laughs> I, cool. Um, anyway, introduce the show. Uh, and then we'll cuss and discuss. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's funny. You stole that from somewhere. I did. That was not from my brain. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism and bathroom breaks. <laughs> I'm Billy, a host. I'm Dagny, the other host. Uh, we're also related. I'm, I'm important. I'm not, you know that. You've heard us before. Welcome to our April pop culture roundup. We just took two weeks off because somebody moved into a new apartment. I moved into my own apartment. Sorry, I was just setting my Slack status as on a call because actually, oh, my coworkers listen to this. This is not happening during work hours. <laughs> For legal reasons, this is not happening before 6.30 p.m. So uh, the other thing is Poptimist is, uh, I'm trying to get a little rework to get us a little higher quality sound. The last episode we released, I was really unhappy with the way my microphone sounded. So mm. now, I mean, today me and Dagny are on one microphone together in the same room, but we have identical microphones now. We will have, so hopefully the audio will be smoother going forward. And I am sorry for that two weeks ago, that episode. I have not listened to it yet, but I will see if it's as bad as you say. Is it's it it's just, I my voice sounds like it's pitched down a little bit. Which is bizarre. So it's like, hey, Dagny, how are oh. you doing? And then, but then I still like shriek laughed and that doesn't sound different. It's, it's, I, and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe only I can hear it. Maybe I hallucinated the whole thing. No, I'll listen to it after this. That feels so long ago. I don't even remember who we recorded with. 
Was it Samantha Hale? It was Samantha Hale. Yeah, it's the Samantha, Samantha Hale episode. Oh, and that show went so good. Hey, while I'm here, let's plug oh, it. Yeah. I got two shows coming up. April 27th, I am at Liberate Yourself in Sherman Oaks uh, on a show called What's Your Sign? Uh, I'm the Gemini on the lineup, which means I am the best. Uh, yeah. And then the day after that, April 28th, I am at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. I will be hosting... Percy and Friends for Percy Rostomji. Wolfstein. I will say that show. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, Dan. You're coming in hot with the high energy. I've been working. Yeah, um, I so I will say that one show that I saw was very, very fun. Um, the Samantha Hale. Uh, uh, yeah. I didn't lie on the podcast when I said, I'm going to go. That sounds fun. I went and it was fun. And Billy did a whole new set of jokes, and I'm very proud because they were all very, very funny. I honestly think you might have got the most laughs of like, anybody that night. Thank you. Um, I'm not just saying that uh, because I know that you need your ego stroke sometimes. But I always, genuinely, I, I like you had the audience on your side immediately, mostly because you were like, <laughs> <laughs> so the whole premise, we'll get to pop culture, but the whole premise or the, the host, Samantha Hale, um, had a bit because it's all the whole show was slasher themed of horror films. So she had like names of characters from classic horror films that she pulled out of a hat before each comic came up. And they had to, like, impromptu make a joke about it. And the girl before, I don't remember what she said. It, like, they, they did a good job. They, like, made the joke. But Billy had Norman Bates, and he walked up. He's like, Norman Bates? I'd fuck him. And honestly, the audience <laughs> loved it. It was the easiest thing he could have done. And, um, yeah, it was very funny. And from then, I think everybody was just on your side, and you did a great job. Thank you. I'm really, so I did, yeah, I just did uh, Smasher Pass with famous horror movie slashers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just went through, uh, we did Pinhead, Obvious Smash, uh, Leatherface, that's a pass because he's probably, oh my God, I don't want to, that joke was Le- really graphic. No, no, no. You had to be there. Um, uh, Freddy Krueger, which is a pass, although uh, Robert England is a smash. Uh, Michael Myers, which is a smash. And then after that, on the slideshow behind me, I had Louis C.K. pop up. Uh, because he had won a Grammy and I wanted to shit talk that sexual abusing sack of shit on the stage he's performed on. You did it. Uh, I did. Uh, um, I also want to say, so the show on April 28th that I'm hosting for Percy Rostomji, come check it out. Percy's great. Percy has a new show on Fuse TV called We Need to Talk About America. Uh, It's 11 p.m. on Fuse TV. And it's kind of, it seems like it's like the format is similar to like Girl Code where it's just like comedians talking on a topic, but it's a bunch of uh, non-white comedians. Nice. Talking about America and growing up as uh, immigrants or children of immigrants. Percy is on it. Sherry Cola is on it. She's on Good Trouble on Hulu. She's also done my show a bit. And then a bunch of other comedians that I don't know Are personally. Are you just plugging but... other people's stuff? I, wanna, I mean, I want to everyone to watch the show. It premieres, okay, okay. It premieres literally the day this episode comes out. So oh, tonight nice. on Fuse, Percy, check out Percy's show. He's been, Percy's been on Percy's Poptimus. Percy's been on Poptimus. That's very funny, though. I was like, we're, we're plugging other people's stuff yeah. now. Um, um, because April has been so crazy and because I'm going out of town yet again uh, in two days, uh, this is just going to be a little pop culture roundup. Dagny and I are going to talk about our pop culture of the month, what we've been watching, yes. and uh, tell you what you should be watching if you want to be as cool as us. Yeah. Um, first one, let's just get this out of the way, because I technically already talked... Wesley, you're not part of the show. Um, uh, I technically already talked about this. Yep. I did, but now you have seen it, and it's all the time, anywhere, all the people, all at once, joining together all the time. Everything, everywhere, all at once, starring Michelle Yeoh, uh, Ki Huai Kwan, uh, uh, what's her name from Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Who introduced the movie when I saw it. That was so and, fun. And uh, uh, it's the multiverse movie before the multiverse movie. It's very, very, very good and absolutely bonkers in the best way. I loved it. The uh, fanny pack fight. 
was i mean every every fight was incredible the butt yep that the, fight uh, the butt plug fight was great it was fine um i i wanted to tell you about the fanny pack fight what so the movie ends and the credits are rolling and my fiance goes i knew it and i said what he he's like craig and i look up and there's a name in the credits it's craig uh so my fiance's brother-in-law is he was he in it yeah so so his brother-in-law's brother have yeah. you ever met craig yes yes so yeah craig's one of the security guards in the fanny pack fight that's so, so funny he's credited as an actor because his face is on screen he is a stunt man he's been an aquaman he's done a bunch of stunts that's awesome um, so but, but yeah he totally clocked him and thought no because his hair looked different yeah and then waited the whole movie for the credits to roll to be like it was him so that was very cool so we texted him and we're like we saw your movie your cat's fine. He's not fucking with my son. Um, but if you haven't seen uh, anything about everything, everywhere, all at once, it stars Michelle Yeoh as a woman who unhappily owns a laundromat mm -hmm. with her husband, Data from the Goonies, being absolutely <laughs> incredible. And Short she's got a, from a uh, she's got her grown daughter that she's having troubles with. And let me just say that. The actress that played the daughter, my God, she may have been my favorite. She's in um, Aquafina is Nora yeah, from yeah, Queens. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's, she's so, so good. She is so funny. Stephanie Shu is her name. H S U Shu. I think is how you pronounce it. You did your research for this. I loved this movie. I know um, <laughs> it was so good. And so uh, they're going through troubles with the laundromat. They have to go to the IRS because they're being audited. Their IRS auditor is a hilarious Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my God! And while they're at the IRS office. Um, a, a version of her husband from a parallel universe jumps into his body and informs her that the multiverse is under attack. And based on their <laughs> calculations, she has to be the one to save the multiverse. And then she's like jumping realities, jumping timelines, having martial arts fights with uh, statues that look like butt plugs. Yep. Um, uh, fanny pack fights. I gotta say, even though this... A hilarious recurring Ratatouille joke. The Ratatouille joke was incredible. I love... That. Rakukui? That movie with the raccoon who pulled on his head. It was a rat, Bob. No. Um, that was I think great. you're wrong. That's what she said. Yeah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> that was great. Um, my, possibly, this I think is just a testament to how good the Daniels are as directors. The fucking rock scene where they're rocks. Was. The whole audience was laughing. Like, the, yeah. it's yeah. a silent scene of just a large landscape, a valley, and two rocks sitting next to each other. And it's just, there's no sound. It's just dialogue, like written text on boxes, text yeah. boxes written on the screen. And you're like laughing out loud at just reading these. And it's also touching at times. And it's just two rocks talking to each other. And it's just incredible filmmaking that they can make the audience still captivated when there's oh, nothing going on. Absolutely. Oh, I loved it. Um, I love too that when they, in the reality where Evelyn, who's Michelle Yeoh's character, mm -hmm. where Evelyn is a famous actress, they use actual footage of Michelle Yeoh uh, on the uh, red crazy carpet, in, yeah. implying that Michelle Yeoh is, is a, Evelyn in the yeah. parallel universe, which I love. Um, yeah, they, and I'll, I just gotta say, both of them looked so good in that universe. Oh, yes. When Him he, with the suit with a suit, cigarette? I was, I was like, like, oh my God, who is this handsome man? And she just, it's, she's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what she looks like. Um, uh, I'm still hoping yeah. there, there's rumored she might get her own Star Trek spinoff series, but we'll see. That would um, be great. She's great. Yeah. So yeah, that's Highly a recommend phenomenal that. movie. Um, my other thing... Hmm, I can't, is that what I talked about in Samantha's episode? Was uh, uh, everything everywhere all at once, yeah. Okay, since then I finished The Dropout, 
really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, I've only listened to the podcast. I haven't watched the show yet with uh, um, Queen Icon legend Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> yes. Amanda is very, very good. Um, I think she does a really great job. Let's just do it real quick. I have to do it because we're talking about it. So, with just a single drop of blood. I feel better. I feel better doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does that voice very well. There's a whole scene where she's like getting into, like when her, not Amanda, but like when um, Elizabeth, Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes decides to start adopting this voice into her life. You also see how she did it and it wasn't like smooth at all. No. It was just like all of a sudden she was doing this and they're like, are you sick? And, Are you yeah, well, okay? and now in her trial, um, she's like trying not to do it, but she can't go back to her normal voice. So it's like yeah. a hybrid of the two to pretend like that voice was valid way back in the day. It's so bizarre. But yeah, there's a whole scene of her just in having a breakdown in a bathroom. And then in the mirror, she's working out this voice. And it's so wild to see. But yeah, the dropout was very good. I actually didn't listen to the podcast. I just kind of knew mm-hmm. about Elizabeth Holmes and how insane she is. Yes. Um, but yeah, really a very interesting watch and very entertaining. Um, there's this trend right now. This might already exist a lot somewhere, but I also started the girl from Plainville after dropout. And it feels very much like we're doing a lot of shows that are based on recent crimes, but it's fictional. I don't know. This is so it's, it's I don't know what the this girl is. From Plainville yeah, I don't is know what that the, is. So it's Elle Fanning is in it, oh, and okay. um, it's about a true story of a girl who had like a relationship with a guy with a guy that was like a couple hours away, um, and they were texting constantly. And oh, this he, is the um, the, woman, the the girl who basically convinced her boyfriend to kill, him himself. to kill himself, and it's very very sad. Um, but I I'm all I'm watching that right now. It's not done. I'm caught up on where we are, but or on where it is at the moment. I just, for some reason, it feels a little, a little weird that we're doing this. Maybe it's because it's so close to when these happen. Yeah. Like since we're alive for the actual mm-hmm. thing and then seeing the fictionalized version of it. I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm actually enjoying it. It's a really fascinating and heartbreaking story, but yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. I just I had that thought the other day. Well, we've also we've also had this um um trend of like turning hit podcasts into TV shows. Like we have the We Crashed one with Jared uh, Stupid Face and Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Um, which I listened to that whole podcast and it was great, but I didn't think it would make like a good drama TV show. And the reviews are just kind of fine for it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched. I also listened to every episode of The Thing About Pam. And I watched oh, yeah, the I the watch pilot with Renee Zellweger. She looks wild on those posters. She's also incredible in the show, and the show is not great. I mean, I've only seen episode one, but like, it doesn't know if it wants to be a tongue-in-cheek comedy. It doesn't know if it wants to be a horrible, violent, true crime story. Mm-hmm. It tries to be both, and then you remember it's based on real events, so it's kind of diminishing the horror of the real events. Like, yeah. Meanwhile... Renee Zellweger is just murdering the role like she's so good but the writing around it doesn't make sense it's fine it's just fine hmm um yeah I'm not against any of it I think it, it's just like it's just feel it just feels a little strange for some reason I can't even put my finger on it of like yeah. we saw this happen in real time which I guess maybe like our parents, whenever there's some, like the new OJ show, they were like, why should we watch it? We saw it in person. Maybe that's the same feeling <laughs> um, where I don't know. I don't know. 
It's just a, yeah. an interesting thing that's happening. I, I feel like a lot right now with a bunch of new shows. Yeah, tons of them. I mean, the only one that I've heard, I mean, it's because it's so compelling, but the 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 dropout is like the one that everyone seems to think that they pulled it off. People like like it. Yeah. Or the other like podcast turned into prestige dramas are just kind of okay. Yeah. Well, dropout was very good. Um, yeah. I'll let you talk about your thing because I'm only in the middle of this show that you want to talk about. And if you spoil anything, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, we're going to get into it right uh, now. Sure. Yeah, go for it. I don't, I mean, I'm, I have watched a lot of other things. I just can't. Let's think. talk about the Apple plus series. Severance. 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 Starring Adam Scott, Patricia Arquette, John Turturro, Christopher Walken, a uh, bunch of great people directed a lot of episodes directed by Ben Stiller, produced by Ben Stiller. Uh, I just want to say, I think he should man. direct more. Yeah. He's very, very good at this. Very good at directing. Um, let's just elevator pitch severance. So. I think I would do it. I'm just kidding. That's, you know what? My fiance said the same thing about two episodes in. He was like, I would do it. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? While I was watching it with John, I paused it. I was like, would you do it? Would you be severed? And he was like, I don't think so. Depends yeah, on the circumstances. Because I'm so on, I, I'm so on the side with Helly R. Like I completely agree yeah. with her so see, hard. I see both. Of the, sorry, tell the okay. Explain. We're going uh, yeah. So, so severance is basically in this world, in the world of the show, there is a procedure people can get done called the severed procedure. You can get severed, and they put a, a chip in your brain. Also, love that they show it in the opening mm. of the pilot. They like. I I uh, I had to like close my eyes a little. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's a full. It's a surgery room. It's an operation, but they like literally drill into your head. It's great. And they put this chip in your brain so that when you go to work, all of your memories from the outside world shut off and you have a different set of memories for just at work. So basically what would happen from your point of view is you go into work and the way the show does it is there's an elevator and it happens when they're going down the elevator. And so you get in the elevator and the next thing you know, you wake up and it's eight hours later and you just go home. You just worked eight hours and you don't remember it. Meanwhile, the you at work... like a goddamn dream. Yeah, but meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, the you at work only has memories of work. They never have any memory of leaving. They are only there to yeah. work. And when they, get on, when they get on the elevator to go home, they just wake up and they're back at work the next day. That sounds um, like hell. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a, a thriller about what this... Because they think they're like, oh, we do this, we, we must do something top secret, our job must be important, but they don't even know what their job is when they're at mm -hmm. work. And it's a slow burn conspiracy story about this universe. And when I tell I you... I am right at the about to discover something, I think, so please don't spoil I'm not spoiling anything. nothing. No, this is all pilot episode stuff I'm giving yeah. you. Um, uh, it's nine episodes in the first season. I wish season two was out right now. I want it so bad. <laughs> Um, and it just, it, it, it's interesting to start and then it just keeps getting better and better and better. And I loved, I loved it so much. Sorry. You might have to edit this. Did you plug this in? <laughs> What's recording? This computer, I assume. Where do I plug this in at? Back here. I had a whole thing about how we got new microphones. We're going to do better audio quality. You know whose fault this is? Yours. You pulled it forward. <laughs> no, no, miss. I'm going to start recording and you're going to go to the bathroom. All right. All right. We're going to make a little cut and then we'll be back.
Wow. So uh, after all that talk about having better sound quality and moving Poptimist mm-hmm. in a bright new direction, uh, we did that. Hi, this is the microphone we should have been on the whole time, but I think the first stuff sounds okay, so you all just have to deal with uh, our our collected stupidity. Yeah. Um, yeah, Severance is great on Apple+. Plus. I highly, highly recommend it. Oh my god, how could I forget? Bridgerton season two. Oh. That's the other thing I watched. Here we go, Bridgerton and time. It was incredible. I love Bridgerton so much. I had no idea. I'm learning this about you right now. I didn't even know you watched season one. What? Yeah. I feel like I talked about season Maybe one. Maybe you did. I have no clue. Season two, just as good as season one, in my opinion. Some people are like, this burn is too slow. They have no chemistry. Okay, first of all, they have all the chemistry in the world. <laughs> um and Oh, probably Amazon. Sorry. I live by myself now, so I get very paranoid at noises at the front door. Dagny, putting a podcast out of the world where she advertises how she lives alone. They don't Great know job. where I live. Well, All right. The address here um, is. Shut the fuck up. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, Bridgerton. Um, I know I talked about it because I remember doing that bit of saying Bridgerton that way. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. You're right. Um, so some people were a little critical of this episode or oh my God, of this season. I loved it. I thought the tension was incredible. Um, My one qualm is in the first few episodes, the little sister feels a little bit like a child bride. Although I know she is like very much of age. She just has a very youthful glow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But as she, throughout the season, she matures, like her character matures. And honestly, the actress might've done this intentionally. And you kind of like see her grow and become a more like determined woman who knows what she wants and she like ages several years it like not not actually but it feels like she becomes like goes from a a teenager trying to find a husband (laughs) to like an actual adult woman who makes her own decisions um anyway what's his face is uh so dreamy and then she what's his face um people listening know exactly who i'm talking about and then she is, Kate is the actress, or Kate is the character, and um, the Viscount. Yes. Anthony. He's also like. You mean Jonathan Bailey? Jonathan Bailey, thank gotcha. you. Jonathan Bailey, fantastic. Um, yeah, I highly recommend Bridgerton. People say it's uh, not great. I think it's fantastic. I've heard I nothing but good things. I think it's genuinely a good show, and it's not just like. For, for girls who want to watch a romance. It's genuinely like, it's about high society, London, just court courtship and sure. I mean, it's, 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 uh, and... it's, what's her name? Pride and Prejudice. Uh, Shonda Rhimes is the, uh, no. I, well, I'm just saying Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes wrote Pride and Prejudice. Wrote Pride and Prejudice. It's very Emily Dickinson. That's not who I'm, no, what's her name? Why am I so dumb? Sense and Sensibility. That's not Emily Dickinson? No. Who am I thinking? Not Agatha Christie. That's way off. Who wrote Pride and Prejudice? I'm going to feel so stupid. Jane Jane fucking Austen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jane Jane Austen fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fun. Which is cool. Um, Yeah, and it's it's very good. Season one and two. And they're apparently... I mean, not apparently. They're definitely going to just keep going because at this point... If you, if anything, watch see watch season two because one Netflix has thrown money at this. Season one all already was like very beautiful, but the costumes and the wigs and everything in season two is like 
did you have a budget? Like, was was where did it end? Because they wow. had some like the queen's wigs are beautiful. They're insane. I don't know how she stood up. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, while you're talking about your next thing, I'll yeah. Show no, you. I've seen a few. I've seen a few from the clips, and because the fiance oh. watched it. Okay, yeah. Um, um, I do want to talk about another TV show, but before that, um, I just wanted to briefly take a moment to talk about Natalie Portman's arms. Why are they very thin? Oh, Dagny has not watched the Thor Love and Thunder trailer yet. No, is she ripped? Yeah, and we've got some behind-the-scenes photos of her, too. She got Jack to play Thor, and I oh, am, I I'm am so excited. After. We'll watch it after this. I'll show it to you. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally started watching a show. <laughs> the... Second most, when you Google British and Queen wigs, the um, the second question or second search suggestion is weight because is <laughs> how heavy they were. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, sorry. Continue. So, um, I watched the season one of the show when it premiered, and then I like moved, and my fiance moved to LA, and I never went back to it. And now that the final season is happening, I'm marathoning to it through it, and I'm talking, of course, about the iconic Better Call Saul. Mm. The Breaking right. Bad spinoff that is so fucking good. I'm mad I waited this long, except now I can marathon it. I don't have to wait for it, so that's kind of helpful. But um, uh, Better Call Saul is so good. I um, just finished season three. I've got four and five to watch. Season six is about to start airing. If you liked Breaking Bad even a little bit, check it out. If you didn't even watch Breaking Bad, watch Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk is so good, and I'm just now realizing I do not know the actress's name that I'm thinking of who plays Kim Wexler, but the actress who plays Kim is, I mean, Kim Wexler is one of the most interesting characters on TV at the moment. Rhea C- oh, it's Rhea Seahorn. I knew that was her name. I know her from all the stuff. Um, she's so good. And I highly recommend better call Saul. I've said that a lot lately. I phrased it that way. I highly recommend. I'm such a fucking nerd. Um, I feel like this is when I said, uh, that people should watch, um, when Harry met Sally, those like who, well, maybe not to that degree, but I feel like everybody knows Better Call Saul is good. Yeah, no, it's, it's I still need very to watch good. it. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those like uh, doesn't need optimism bump, maybe, maybe just, one extra listen. Yeah. Um, are you watching Moon Knight? No, I have not. Moon Knight's good. We won't talk about it too much because it's in the middle of it. But if you Marvel, 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 you get it. Um, I have one more thing I want to talk about. If you're good, we can start wrapping up. Yeah, I think I'm good. I cannot believe I almost forgot Bridgerton. That's hilarious. Um, so, um, yeah. I am going to Vegas on Thursday, the day after this episode comes out. Oh, are a, you? I am going to Las Vegas because Friday night I am going to the House of Blues in Las Vegas to see Orville Peck. Mm-hmm. Um, Orville Peck has a new album out called Bronco that I just, it's really good. If you like, uh, uh Johnny Cash meets Elvis Presley meets Cher um listen to orville peck because he's gay as hell uh i just really like i really like that he takes this hyper masculine imagery and and cowboy rodeo old west iconography and just makes it as queer as he possibly can um on top of that if you've listened to orville peck's first album it is very kind of moody and slow um and atmospheric it's still country western but it's like um, my manager at work describes it as sad cowboy music Mm. And now is he I've been ready a long time ago. <laughs> not not to that extent, but there's a song Can on the album. Can you request that he sings Cotton Eye Joe at the concert? I, I would never. DM him and be like, hey, I'm coming to see you. My dying wish is to hear you Cotton sing Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. No, but he's got a song called, really good. called Any Turn, which is definitely like a tribute to Johnny Cash's every, I don't even know if that's the name of the song, but Everywhere Man. I've been everywhere, man. Oh, that got song. it. 
and it's definitely like that's hit. Johnny Cash. Yes. Oh. Um, and he's like, it's an upbeat. So he's got a lot of upbeat, upbeat country rock and roll stuff on this album, and it's very, very, very good. So Listen he's to a Orville sometimes Pat. happy cowboy now. Sometimes he's gonna be really happy if uh, I get to sleep with him after this concert. Oh so. my god! I'll bring a sign. I think you have very high expectations of the outcome of this concert. But... Just want to sleep with a rock star. Is that that high? Good Look luck. at me. Good luck. What, are you going to wear your crop top with your hairy stomach? Yeah. Good. It's an Orville Peck crop top. I he know. sells them that way. It's a good you know, shirt. You know, I wore it to that party where I wore it to and Colin was there. And he goes, oh, I like what you did to the shirt. And I said, oh, I bought it this way. He goes, Orville Peck sells shirts already like sliced crop tops. And I said, of course he does. Yeah. Um, no, it's a good look. Um, take photos. I will be hanging out with your dogs. Yeah, Dagny's going to house it because she's a good sister. I am. Uh, Momo says hi. Wally says hi. Good dogs. Um, thanks for hanging out on this uh, lighthearted catch-up episode. Sorry we were off for two weeks. We should be back to regular next week and moving forward. Yes. Um, and we'll we'll get Poptimist rolling. I do want to ask Dagny a hardball question before we go. Oh boy, what? Yeah, what do you do for a job? Uh, do I have to disclose this? No, not specifically, just vaguely. Oh, I'm in entertainment marketing. Yeah, and uh, what have you done to market Poptimist? I post, on, I post on our Instagram. Uh, to be fair, I just coordinate things. I don't make the No, I know. I'm giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. Um, what? I'll, I'll post more. But hey, now that we have matching, matching microphones that uh, we sometimes remember to plug in, I think, it's, I think we should take this show to the next level. We're almost to 60 episodes. We've been doing it for a year and a half. We need to get... I need to get... Uh, we can talk about this not on recording, but... I do have the potential of merch. I just need oh, yeah, to get, we get that some design from but this is, this, Nina Howard, who created our logo. This is uh, uh, coming from me, Billy, to you, the listeners. Uh, tell your friends about Poptimist. Um, and if you want to give us any suggestions on how we can make the show better. Oh, yeah. That's uh, e- a good thing. Yeah, Email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com. Um, I, I would like to make this show blow up even more than it has. I mean, we're still doing our, we have more listeners than ever before, which is amazing. But I'd like to keep growing this show and, and make it bigger make and bigger it and bigger. So we don't have to have jobs anymore. Um, That's true. That'd be great. Just like one sponsorship so I can be like, hmm, I can buy a vacuum. Um, I can. I can buy one. But I was being cheap. And I asked my mother to buy me a vacuum today. <laughs> yeah, I uh, am offended. And she never buys me anything. And how dare you? Okay. Sometimes you just got to ask. Like I asked for a raise at work. And guess what? They said yes. You did just got to really? ask. They did. It was very kind. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. You just got found out that you're going to be getting paid more. Hush. And then you said, fell over the crown. Mummy, 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 mummy. No, 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 Mummy, no. I'm so Hear poor. Me out. I'm so poor, mummy. I, I need a vacuum, mummy. Please, I got a new apartment, <laughs> mummy. Buy me a buy me a vacuum, mummy. I have not gotten the paycheck with the raise yet. It's not a big raise for those thinking it is. Also, uh, what was I going to say? I'm a spoiled little second born, and I don't get anything. <laughs> Billy doesn't get anything nice because I take it all. No, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I guess that's it. That's it. I'm a spoiled brat. Yes, I am. Thanks. I have it. I have it. She finally said it out loud into a microphone. I've been waiting my entire life for this evidence. Is this a, like your your Z-way <laughs> my bait, baiting? No, no. This is not baiting. This is the truth. I lo- We've talked about this, but I maybe one of my favorite things on TikTok, I know it's an actual show, and it's going to get a season two coming up, and I'm so excited. Um, is Z-Way. We've talked plenty about yeah, her. Yeah, Z-Way's, but... a, uh, she, you know, she's on Bitch Sesh pretty often to talk about the housewives. 
if I watch The Housewives, she's I would very listen good. to it. But I did remember one more thing so I have to talk funny. about. Okay, hurry up. No, shut up. They love it. Um, so I, if you, if you all, <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Um, if you all uh, are fans of the podcast, how did this get made? The uh, if you don't know how did this get made, they watch bad movies and then break them down, and it's hilarious, and it's they've been on forever. Uh, the fiance and I went to a live recording. We're talking about this. You're gonna shit on us though. No, well, no. I'm, I want you to listen to the podcast uh, of How Did This Get Made, where they talk about Diana the Musical, mm. because you can hear me. I mean, we'll see what they cut out, but me and the fiance are both on the episode. Like you talk, or yes. you're just laughing? Oh, you're on it. Um, they at the beginning, Jason Manzukis, who my fiance has a crush on, so I didn't like that they interacted. Um, Jason Manzukis was trying <laughs> to make a you're point. You're like, I'm going to sleep with Orville Peck this weekend. Get Maybe, out. It might be a threesome. It'll be good. Oh my god. So um, uh, uh, he was trying to make the point that none of the music in Diana the Musical is good or memorable, and so he said, "Can anybody in the audience like sing a song from this?" And I nudged the fiance, and he went, "I can." And then Paul goes, "Oh great, stand up, stand up." And uh, he stood up and he sang like four bars from one song. And then he goes, and that's all I can remember because it's not memorable. Um, <laughs> and Jason goes, okay, well, fuck you for ruining my whole point, which is great. He told <laughs> to go fuck himself. And uh, now I have to censor that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but he told him to go fuck himself. And uh, and then later I ask a question. Um, I asked them uh, if they had to pick who in the ensemble was their favorite ensemble member. Um, and they said, Jason said, that's the best question they've ever had. Um, and I think it's just because I didn't talk about myself or ramble. I just got right to the question and then shut up. Uh, um, but it was, a, it was a hilarious show, um, a hilarious episode. And I think you should listen to that because then you don't have to watch Diana the Musical, which was <laughs> genuinely offensive. I'm actually mad that it exists. Oh, I've heard nothing but bad things. Um, here yeah. on Poptimist, we like to talk about things. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm not even going to, I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it doesn't align with the, um, the, with the, show? the uh, mission statement of Poptimist. Yeah. But oh boy, Diana the Musical, you know what I can say? It deserved all those Razzies. Did it get a bunch of Razzies? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. It's a bummer too because all of the actors are very good. It's just, Ugh. it should not exist. Jesus, that sucks. A pretty, pretty girl in a pretty, pretty dress. Uh, if they wanted to have a successful musical about a blonde, just bring Legally Blonde back to Broadway. It's a good show. No, it's like, I could, I, I definitely know someone in the writer's room at one point was like, I figured it out. We're going to tell the story of Diana from the point of view of her clothes. And no one said, that's stupid. Uh, and that's what they did. See, if you're going to do that, just make Spencer. Because Spencer is 80% her clothes, 10% her kids. Sorry, that's a reminder to do my time card. Um, 20, or I would say 80% about her clothes, 10% about her kids, uh, 5% about her eating disorder, maybe like 7%. And then like 3% is like this kind of weird ghost thing. Diana the Musical is an <laughs> hour, 57 minutes long. And they go uh, from Diana age 16 to her death in an hour and 57 minutes through song where clearly they had just seen Hamilton and said, well, we don't need any scenes. We'll just sing everything. Gross. Okay. Well, <laughs> Ending on, on a pessimistic that note. note. Um, we love musicals here, just not that one. Correct. Um, well, this has been Poptimist. Can we wrap up? Yeah. Yeah, with our two takes, our Sick. two microphones, our quick and easy episode that we just messed up eight times. Became difficult, and now you have to edit it because you said the fiance's name, not I me. Know. Um, anyway, this has been Poptimist. Thank you so much for listening. 
Um, we will be back with a new episode next week with a proper host. Go- oh, God, we're proper the host. We are the proper host. I'm fine. Welcome. It's hot in my apartment. Welcome to the show, Proper the Host. Proper the Host. That's my drag name. Um, That's funny. Um, No, no, no. We'll have a proper guest. <laughs> Who? Not sure yet. Got to book them. <laughs> anyway, um, to find out about upcoming episodes and all things Pocketonist, because apparently I need to start posting more, follow us on Instagram at Pop from this Pod. Also, email us with any thoughts, questions, concerns. Uh, I don't know. If you think we can do the show differently or better, if there's something <laughs> we can fix. Um, email us at popthemispod at gmail.com. And like, subscribe, comment, um, all of those good things on the episode so we get that cute little bump so more people see us. Um, I think that is all. Yeah. Bump it da it's been Optimus. That's the new theme song. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye.